bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. Keep talking, I'ma give you some. Just keep running and running and running. So it, it's literally been time where, because we work on music and everything too. Mm-hmm. He's going to bed at two in the morning. And I'm I'm working, I'm mixing, I'm putting things here or there. And he would wake up in the middle of the night and still see me on the computer. Then he would wake up again and see me on my way to the gym. And then back on the computer before he goes to work. And he was like, and this is when we were roommates. And he goes, dude, did you sleep at all? I was like, yeah, I got some sleep here and there. Sure. Maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours of sleep in that whole time slot while I was trying to get things done. Nah, OJ and, need a good yeah. six. I need I, a good six hours. I can't tell you the last time I had six hours of sleep. I get that faithfully. I can't tell you the last time I had six good hours of sleep. I'm going to tell you. The point that I'm, I'm, I'm at in my life now, I'm in the bed by 10, 30, 11. I can't do it. <laughs> I try. I try. I've been actually pretty proud of myself. I went to bed. Last night I went to bed at like 2.30. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, 2.30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing something. What time you get up in the morning? Um, it, so my girls are early risers, even on the weekend. Drive me nuts. They'll be up by like seven o'clock. So. So you getting four and a half, five hours? Yeah, yeah. I don't get a lot of hours, and you know, it's funny because I have people that are on. I have friends that are on my ass about that too. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody tells me you need to take better care of yourself, and. So, which is one of the reasons I stopped being an assistant too was because I had so much on my plate mm-hmm. and I was overextending myself in so many different areas that I was just dropping the ball everywhere because there was just like, I, I wasn't, I was I was doing too much, mm-hmm. doing way too much. And so, and, and I was neglecting, I was neglecting the things that drive my like that drive me do what I do and that's those three little girls in there you know what I mean I was neglecting the time with them for your nine-year-old to come up to you and say hey my uh like you're always with us but you're not with us though Mm. my nine-year-old told me that and I was just like damn you you know how much and that hurt like I was like I am not I need to do a better job Mm -hmm. so I had to prioritize my girls and the things that I want to do and stop doing so much for others so Mm -hmm. that's that's one of the main reasons why i decided to you know what it's time for me to move forward it didn't even hurt me not to not to have that part of my uh of my life anymore like yeah i wasn't getting that income Mm -hmm. on a weekly basis like i used to but it gave me more time to focus on the things that i want to focus on and then gave me more time to have connections with my daughters because now i i mean i enjoy talking to them and like the crazy things that they do and everything like that where before I was so busy checking emails doing all this other stuff that I really we were watching movies and I was on my laptop mm. or I was working so hard that we put on a movie and I was out within five minutes so I wasn't really spending time with them like that like yeah they were with me everywhere I went we went to go show houses together they came here to the office while I worked but I wasn't paying them no mind mm. so when I started realizing that that was really affecting them and they were acting up for that reason, they were giving me attitude because of that reason, because they were just like, well, like you don't pay attention to us anyway. And I I was that type of kid too. You know what I mean? Like where I was a rebellious kid. So my parents weren't doing something for me. I was going to act out. So I had to kind of step back when she told me that. And I was like, that might be where your attitude is coming from because you're trying to get my attention 
and I'm not giving it to you. Mm-hmm. So now that's kind of, I mean, they still got attitudes. But now it's. Um, they are their mother's children. <laughs> <laughs> but now, but now I definitely I, I'm being more intentional behind it. And so the other day I took them to go eat wings. That's the favorite thing to do is go eat wings. So we went to go eat wings and um, we started talking about family and like what, you know, how much they value each person, in our family, the relationship that they have with them. So I remember I was the last person I asked about because I was kind of scared. She put me down the last time we had this conversation. So I was a little scared to hear it. And she was just like, she was like, you're doing better, mom. I like hanging out with you. I love you. You make me feel all warm and fuzzy when you pay attention to me. So then I was just like, okay, good. I'm doing a much better job. So that I think that making sure that those three are good. As long as they're good, then I'm going to be straight. So, you know, ain't nothing like honesty from babies. Whew, they will put you in your place. <laughs> do I have a chin check you? Okay. Oh, shit. I don't think he'll. I, you need to see this dude parent. I don't ever think if someone would, would chin check him where he's. Like I said, man, y'all are fucking amazing. Because where I've seen him be mm-hmm. a dad is one of those, even when he's busy, there's no lack. And I'm like, shit. But that comes from... I know. That comes from a, a dark place within me. Yeah. Where he only sees the light because of what I didn't receive. Mm. Which is, you know, which is cool. Plus, Noah is... One thing I can say is Noah is the exact opposite of me. How so? I have a dark side. Okay. Whereas Noah is nothing but light. Is it because you dark skinned and he likes I'm being ignorant. You disrespectful. I'm being, <laughs> what I mean by that is, you know, everybody says like, oh, you know, my child is the best. My child is this and this and that. But when I say that, I really mean like he just different. I can see it mm-hmm. because he wants to help everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like literally wants to help everybody. I don't care who it is. If if she was in here getting the trash, he would just walk by and be like, "Oh, I can get it." He's seven, right? And that's not stuff I'm teaching him. It's just in him. Ah, uh, but that's that's stuff he's seeing from you, though. Like it could I, be. I'm just saying when I see him, I see look, light. I see goodness in him. So sixth grade. That's that's one of the things that we do when it's you. Let me call you on your bullshit real quick. I've seen this dude open his doors, hell to me even, when I moved up to Greenville. So that that being able to help people and reach out to people, maybe the difference is is that you did that with people that you knew yeah. versus him wanting to do that for everyone. Yeah, he just because he's seeing that in you. He love he love everybody. Yeah, OJ somebody, don't like yeah. OJ don't like everybody. He yeah. love everybody. So I know we started this off with with toxic stuff, and it, it turned real fuzzy and all that other <laughs> shit. So let me ask you: mm-hmm. most toxic relationship? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode that we are. <laughs> um, man. Oh, I gotta be real careful. Only, yeah, only if I you gotta, feel comfortable. I gotta. I gotta. So. My past relationship um, with my girl's father. See, when I when I think of toxic relationships, right? Uh-huh. The the way toxic relationships to me, in my opinion, I'm no professional, but in my opinion, is because two people had part in it, mm-hmm. right? 
So I think I told you this before when we were um, we were like texting and stuff like that. Yeah. Was like I till this day. Everything that has transpired since, you know, their dad, you know, got locked up and everything like that. I don't blame. Now, I have my moments where I get angry because I'm frustrated because I'm dealing with a lot. But I don't blame him because I'm not blameless in the situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for me, if a relationship got toxic, it's because I also allowed it to get to that point And I had my role in it, too. Right. So I, I can't like. So for me, like, even though that was a relationship that had a lot, a lot of ugly in it and everything like that, I learned a lot from it. I don't hold no type of resentment or grudges about it. I'm totally grateful because I learned a lot about myself during that process. And I learned about a lot about the stuff that I'm not OK with. And um, I've, I've grown from it. So. When I when I think that a lot of people they when they when they think of toxic relationships they it's hard for them to forgive that toxic relationship and they blame that on the other person but I'm I just like I don't I don't see it that way like I yeah just don't I think this is one of the first times that I've heard someone say something that you know I say all the time yeah I had a role in this shit too. And I know you you even said it. so I guess the advantage right now is him and I we talk all, all the time. So mm-hmm. it's one of those being able to and I, I commend you on this. Hey, so it wasn't all that like I allowed some things to happen and then I became a part of the problem. Too. Right. Right. For sure. That, that's just how I see things. Most so. people don't admit that. though. And I feel like as as women. I'm going to touch on that. I don't know how many oh, how many shit. are going to be okay with this. I, th- I feel like as women, we victimize ourselves a lot. Mm. So we put a lot of blame on y'all for certain situations to go south. And um, <laughs> I mean, we're not blameless, though. I refuse to look at myself as a victim. Like, yeah, yeah, you hurt me. True. But I allowed certain things to happen. I played my part, too. I played my I played my part, too. I play my part too in the situation. And so I'm not going to, I can't, like, I will never, you will never hear me ever speak ill about my girl's father to them, ever. I will never say, well, yo, daddy did it. I will never do that. Won't do it. Because who am I to destroy the relationship they have with their dad? I was going to ask you about that. How is their relationship? You know, and to them, that's, that's superhero. That's, you know, Dude. like, that's a Superman. And, good that is your superman you know what i mean so as long as as long as he's doing his part in in parenting and he's making sure he's the best version of himself for them i ain't got no issues i don't have no issues so um i think that uh, as women we have to really step back sometimes and stop putting the blame on everybody else or expecting certain things without putting in ourselves or reflecting on ourselves and saying yeah you know what i kind of kind of messed up here or I kind of should have done shouldn't have done this or you know what I mean things like that so that's just how I feel about it most toxic relationship oh but I do agree with her yeah you know, um, wholeheartedly while I was in it you know I did put a lot of blame but once I got out of it I sat back and realized I had a lot to do with it mm-hmm. and I was in a toxic toxic relationship yeah, I'm talking Tyler Perry. 
<laughs> so, but it taught me a lot about myself. Remember yeah. that, that whole thing about I'll go over the hill, I'll get oh, yeah. shot with an arrow and say, hey, mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> he listened for once. Uh, well, I listened for once later in the game. The kind of person that I am, and it's a flaw. Um, it's a good thing, but it's a flaw. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to look myself in the mirror and say, KL, you did everything you possibly could have done to make things work on your end. Mm-hmm. So now when you walk away, you're not walking away with any what ifs. Mm-hmm. I've had two what if situations in my life. And I've felt the what ifs in the past. I don't I don't feel them anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where did you do everything you possibly could? Right. Did you even try to like those things that you were really stern about? Did you kind of bend them? Some things that you said that you weren't going to break. Did you kind of break them? Mm-hmm. Uh, but my issue is that I almost go so far that I lose who I am. Mm. Can I can I give you something? What's that? Give you a gem. And y'all people at home, take this. What you just said is why relationships are toxic. Mm. I'm going to do everything I can. Toxic is toxic. Right. Regardless of how much you try. Mm. If it's or if it's toxic, it's not going to become untoxic. Right. That's why I was telling you, I'm going to let you do what you do as a grown man, but I'm telling you, you can try all you want. Because once a relation get once a relationship gets to a point where it's being toxic and you continue to try, it's only making it worse. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think there has to be a point where you need to know when to let go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. for for me in my situation, I had to I had to, when I had this, con- and it was a difficult conversation, right? Because of where he's at and everything like that. When I had that conversation with him, it was because I realized that there was, first of all, there wasn't enough love on my end on some, like I got married for the wrong reason. So there wasn't enough love on my end. So I will never, was I would never be able to give a hundred percent to that to a certain extent, right? So that's number one. Number two, I realized that there was way too much resentment for me to keep trying and continuing to hold on to something that didn't matter how much, it, even if he were to change, he could he could bring me down the moon, the stars, the sun, and everything, and I really wouldn't care. Like I would still hold resentment. You know what I mean? It would still be hard for me to like be okay. With, you know what I mean? Like I, I just there's too much resentment there, so I had to Can let I it give go. You a pound? Cause you saying everything that I've been telling him, <laughs> I've been telling him all of this, and he been look. He used to look at me like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, okay. But that's a hard lesson to learn, cause I mean, it, and it took for me because I'll be quite honest with you. If he, the situation would have turned out differently, and he wouldn't have been gotten incarcerated, I would still be in that situation, and I would still be unhappy because I would still be sitting there trying to hold on to something that I should have let go of. Yo, stop fucking looking at me, yo. (laughs) (laughs) But it took me that separation and that Mm -hmm. reflect and realize, like, what it is that I wanted Mm -hmm. and discovering myself again. Because, you know, sometimes you get married and stuff like that or you're in a relationship and then you lose yourself. So now the lesson that I learned from all of this is that I'm not going to allow myself. I'm not going to lose myself. I'm going to make sure that I still. Because here's the problem. 
we try we try so hard right and trying <laughs> trying for us for some reason at least for me personally trying for me was to conform to who they expected me to be instead of me being who i am so then i started becoming someone i wasn't you know what i'm saying so look like, at me one more time bro <laughs> And your ass is walking back to Greenville. <laughs> oh, look, look, look. You can leave me in Columbia. Oh, yeah. You got, you got plenty of family I got that can come get you. Plenty family right yeah. down the street. But the point that I was making is, is you needed to hear that from a woman. Yeah. Because I've been telling you that for the longest. It just is what it is. And I, I told my homegirl the same exact thing the other day. If you're going to continue to try, you're going to continue to stay in a toxic relationship. Because once it's toxic, it is what it is now. Yeah. You got to know when say, to walk away. And that's not to say that two people after leaving a bad relationship can't come back and try again because what happens is you let you let it go, mm-hmm. right? And now it might be the other person that needed to realize what it is that they lost. Mm-hmm. And now because you let it go, you're not trying to go back to that. So now they got to make changes mm-hmm. and they have to make sure not only not changes, oh, not superficial, not superficial changes though. They have to like change like because they want to inside of them and then they prove that to you and you do the same thing you guys grow individually that doesn't mean that you guys can't try to come back later on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then now you have a a healthier relationship because you two have healed whatever it was that was broken that was causing the issue in your relationship to begin with so but you do have to let go and have that time for you and refocus because yeah preach (laughs) so i have two therapists i've been saying you have been i have two therapists i've got one i pay for and the other one she's a street therapist everybody else pay for her but she just cussed me out and uh you know who i'm talking about little sister so one of my issues Mm -hmm. was and you got this problem too if something fails I feel like I was a part of it. Like, like it's my failure. Oh, for sure. Versus, versus it being, and that was my issue. That's why it was one of those, damn, this relationship didn't work out. What did I do so wrong for it not to work out? And I'm trying to self-reflect and do all of these different things based on that. And my little sister told me, yo, why are you taking the shit? like that like you who tells me not to take anything personally you're telling me that you're taking personal responsibility based on something that may not even have anything to do with you like you're taking on someone else's failure as your own mm-hmm. and that's like you know i was like you know it's it's just one of those it got something to do with you yeah no no what i mean by nothing to do with me because like let's say we're in a relationship and it's something that you do that i was never for and even though I like allowed it and tried to correct and all that other stuff, this is just a trait of yours. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That part don't have anything to do with me. What had something to do with me is how long I decided to stay around something that I knew didn't fit what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So me taking on, damn, maybe the only reason why she acts that way is because of something I did. Mm. That's you. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's the kind of shit I was taking on. Yeah. I, and I, I was taking those things as failure. But you, you, I looked at you and looked at your examples and looked at some of the same shit and told you, dog, that ain't got nothing to do with you. Yeah, man, I get it. Blah, 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 blah. And this dude turned around and said, hey, bro, 
that ain't got shit to do with you. And I was like, light bulb. But the kind of person that I am, it was one of those, it failed, which means that I failed. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that I didn't have any control over the failure being. And that's what I couldn't wrap my head around, which is why I was going to the mirror and saying, okay, so maybe you're a little too harsh when it comes to this, or maybe you're a little too this when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Try this rudder shift, try that rudder shift, so forth and so on. That was just in the relationship part, mm-hmm. like intimate relationship part. We ain't gonna talk about the work toxic relationships that I've had mm-hmm. on top of that. So, which you told me about those shits too. <laughs> You're a terrible fucking friend. Because <laughs> you told me, but you didn't pull me away. Look, that's your fault, which is what I used to hear based on a decision that I made. Or a decision that they were making that it was my fault. That's the kind of shit that I would hear. I'm the friend that I'm not going to pull you out the fire. Yeah. This is the bullshit that he does. So, Claudia, the dude you talking to, he ain't no good. Yeah, I know, but hey, look, he going to do this. He's going to do that. He's not going to respect you, not going to respect your kids and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. And then when you say, yeah, I get what you're saying. Hey, but do it anyway, because you want to. This is the kind of... <laughs> that's what he does. But you know why I say that? Because you want to do it anyway. It's not even the fact that you want to do it. What I know about humans is no matter what you tell a person, mm-hmm. they have to go through it. Because yeah, that's the truth. They, they gonna, you can tell them all you want. How many times has your mother told you, all right, Kelvin, don't do A, B, C, and D. Right. You walk out the house knowing what she just told you, and you still do it anyway. Yeah. Because once you want to do something, it's nothing anybody can do to stop you. Oh, what I will but say. As a friend, let me say this: If you are a person at home and you see your friend get ready to go down a path, and you don't tell them what's coming, you're not a true friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to at least tell them, even if they, because I've heard people say, "I don't say nothing," because I know I know what they're gonna do. You still yeah. got to say it. Yeah. You, you still got to say it. See, my mom, she kept me a virgin for a long time. What? I know that was random, right? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, it, it don't have it don't have shit to do with anything. The conversation just got real heavy, but just about people telling you things. Okay, I was about to say. Yeah. That. So my mom, for the longest time, like I didn't lose my virginity until my freshman year of college. My mom would literally tell me. Remember, son, you can't see germs. Go have fun. And every time I went to have fun, all I remember was saying, you can't see germs. You know that might be a true story. That's a very true story. That might be a true story. I was trying to think back. That I know. Be see? Because you're a dick. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah. So, any words of wisdom you want to give to the women listeners and uh, the kings and queens, how you, how oh, you yeah. like to say, you know, ah, my queens listening, my kings too. Would you Would you like to hear the intro? I yeah, yeah, give, give the intro. Bienvenidas, reinas. Welcome, queens. Y si tenemos algunos reyes ahí escuchando, gracias por estar conmigo el día de hoy. And if we have any kings tuning in, I appreciate you for listening. Welcome to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's her spiel before all her episodes. Just like my good day, best day of the week, great day to be alive, great day to get better. I've said that once in Spanish. Once. (laughs) And I can't remember how to say it. 
I can't. I just need to go back to the video. But any words of, of wisdom? Mm. Um, words of wisdom. Or just anything that you want them to. Dang. So <laughs> make sure you follow. Make sure you follow me. Okay. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, my handle is at underscore the. Wait, is it the real Claudia B? Hold on, I'm gonna look it. I said that so confidently in the beginning. Yeah, I'm talking about just <laughs> sweet Jesus. She was on it too until she was like, "Wait, is that my name?" <laughs> The real Claudia B. The right? real Claudia okay. B. Yeah. <laughs> At <laughs> underscore the real Claudia B. Oh, you can follow me on Facebook. Look me up, Claudia Stephanie Banks. Um, I think the main thing, something that I've learned a lot about myself is that, and I feel like every person should do this individually, is to never lose sight of who you are, of your goals, because, and if you want to allow anybody into your space. Make sure that they add value and that you add value to them. Two-way street. Yes. Add value. Make sure you add value to them as well. Right. Yeah. What about you, O? Any nuggets? No. For the first time, you ain't got a message moment? I don't have nothing. Can we get the ooh? Operation Fishbowl. (laughs) Operation Fishbowl. (laughs) I'm just saying. I know. Before we go, do you think the earth is round or flat? Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, I was conditioned to believe it was round. <laughs> oh. <laughs> conditioned to believe that it's round, which means that you have your speculations about it being flat. <laughs> you ain't got to read so, no deeper into what she's saying. No, I want to read between these goddamn lines. You got to read between what she's saying. So, so my brother actually is a huge conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of them. Have him on the show. Both of them. It, I, <laughs> some of their conspiracies, I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to hear it because mm-hmm. you're gonna ruin me. <laughs> I just don't even want to hear the it. Rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, at this point, I just kind of like zone them out, mm-hmm. you know, just because I'm like, let me just live in my my, in my little world. Yeah, my uh-huh. little fishbowl. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Oh God. So just know that's I just wanted it. It's been another episode. Operation of- Fishbowl. <laughs> It's been another episode of We Are More Than the Podcast. Let's and the, the sun is only uh less than three thousand miles away. And it's inside the fishbowl. We're not doing this shit. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. So they where do we where do we get three experience, uh uh experiments that show the sun is not ninety three million miles away. So where do we get three point uh, uh three point zero times ten to the eighth from? I don't know. And that's the the distance from the light from the sun to the earth. Where do we get that equation from? I'm gonna just and why I'm does gonna, it work so well? I'm gonna just say this, and I'm gonna end it like this. They tell us that historians know just about everything, right? The historians taught us about astrology. Mm-hmm. The historians taught us about all this other stuff. What did the historians believe? Some believe flat. Some believe round. <laughs> They all believe that was flat. They also say we the were United Nations. The United Nations flag is what? I, I don't know. Oh, you do know. 
The United Nations flag is the flag of the flat earth. Now nah, I'm signing off. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's another episode. We are more than a podcast. We out. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. I look out. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now what